street food heaven. We're in Japan. Why are you watching videos? Just using my phone to find our next meal. What's that? Let's find out. With my Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra, I can circle it with the S Pen and search right in the app. Looks like it's called Takoyaki. Tofu! Actually, it's fried octopus. <laughs> I knew that. Circle it, find it. With the new Galaxy S24 Ultra and circle the search with Google. Get yours now at Samsung.com. Internet connection required. Results may vary based on visuals. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers. Hunt for muddy puddles. And bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, cats and kittens, to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, the peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves tonight, my friends. We're going to dive into the deep. We're going to explore the unexplored, or, well, at least the very little explored. We're going to dive into some of these illuminating entities within the DMT world, including the machine elves and or otherwise known as clockwork elves that are also seen in near-death experiences. And we will also explore other types of DMT entities as well. So first we need a little preview and then we'll get into it. So hopefully you guys are ready for the ride. I hope you enjoy it. So as you know, DMT allows a lot of folks to see into or break through basically the matrix. Okay, that's what a lot of people state. Okay, they claim that the the uh, the ability for you to see into another realm other than what we see in this third dimension is capable via DMT. Joe Rogan posits it as one of the best things he's ever tried. Uh, uh, Dr. Richard McKenna also states that, that, that this is one of the best things that you can do to uh, open your mind. So we're going to look into it. So what is DMT? And then we'll get into the clockwork else and why they're important. So DMT is an incredibly powerful, short-lasting, tryptamine psychedelic. It's naturally found in animals, fungi, and a wide variety of plants. DMT experiencers are ca characterized by fantastic visions. I'm sorry, DMT experiences, not experiencers. Experiencers are fine. The experiences are characterized by fantastic visions and breakthrough events, including... And most interestingly, contact with a range of entities, including uh, these clockwork elves or machine elves. They're one of the most well-recognized entities in a DMT experience. This article comes to us from realitysandwich.com forward slash machine elves DMT entities. So we're gonna we're gonna take a deep dive into it. So contact with these entities is reported in a majority of DMT trips. Uh, here in the West, but also in non-Western cultures as well, which is good because we want continuity of of this experience around the world. We don't want it to just be here. We don't want people to go into a DMT experience and only experience in Big Macs and over in China, their experience in Lomain. No, we want it to be con congruous, right? So uh, I don't know if I made that word up. Anyway, um, this, these experiences range from the shamanistic traditions of Na Native Americans all the way to Australian and African uh, tribes. So in the West, th 
there's a psychiatrist by the name of Rick Strassman who was the first to conduct uh, human research with DMT uh, at the University of New Mexico throughout the early 1990s. Uh, he, uh, in his five-year study, nearly 400 doses of DMT were given to 60 volunteers. Boy, to be one of those 60 volunteers, huh? holy crap. Talk about opening your mind and maybe going and hanging out with Neo and Morpheus and Trinity in the Matrix, huh? In his book, DMT, The Spirit Molecule, where he documents these experiences, he wrote, I was neither intellectually nor emotionally prepared for the frequency with which contact with other beings occurred in our studies. Nor the often utterly bizarre nature of these experiences. So basically, he had research into the DMT. He just didn't know how crazy it was going to get. So indeed, of the thousands of pages of notes that were taken throughout the course of his research, 50% of them involved DMT entities. 50%, half. Okay, so that's, that's good. I like it to see a little bit higher, honestly. But... Um, he said 66% of them reference independently existing entities that interact in an intelligent and intentional manner. These entities, beings, aliens, guides, or helpers uh, were seen throughout a variety of these experiences, many of which were machine elves or clockwork elves, which were also seen in near-death experiences. Very welcoming entities in near-death experiences. They're happy to see you. Let's see if they are the same in the DMT world. So machine elves is a term that was coined by ethobotanist, philosopher, and writer Terence McKenna. To describe some of these entities that are encountered in the DMT trip, uh, they've been, come to, been known by many names. Uh, clockwork elves, DMT elves, fractal elves, and tykes, a word for small children. In his book, Archaic Revival, McKenna refers to them as self-transforming machine elves. Self-transforming. we got to get into that. If I could self-transform myself, I'd transform myself to a cheeseburger, then i eat myself. That sounds like something, um, God, what's his name, Hoff SNO would say. Um, in any case, <laughs> Brian Fellows. Brian Fellows, there we go. That's, that's a... That's a reference only people that are probably over 35 would get. Um, so McKenna frequently resorts to a series of metaphors to describe these experiences of machine elves. He states that they're in inhabitants of the DMT dimension, and they often try to teach us something uh, when, when someone visits. Now, I, I'm always going to kind of try to translate this into the, the, the experiences I've read about with individuals who have experienced these guys in the near-death in, in near-death experience uh, world, so in near-death experiences, they often find that that they are they're excited, they're happy, they want to know what you learned on Earth when they when they see you. They're not in every near-death experience; they're they're in a few. So this is why these guys are interesting, right? So uh, as detailed as his book True Hallucinations, um, McKenna traveled with his brother and some friends to La Cho. Torreira in the Colombian Amazon to search a DMT containing plant preparation called Ukuhi, uh, which is used by the indigenous people to access spirit realms. McKenna found their descriptions of entity contact resembled his own experience, okay, with the machinos. 
What was eye-catching about the description of, of the visionary plant preparation was that the Witoto tribe of the upper Amazon, who alone knew the secret to making it, used, used to talk about little men and gaining knowledge from them. Interesting, okay? So we're getting a lot of continuity here. Machine elves are frequently portrayed in trip reports as benevolent, playful, prankish, and sometimes ornery, and generally they're reported to greet the visitors with childlike curiosity and innocence, often continuously changing form and singing, singing immensely complicated objects into existence. That's, that's interesting to me. So they could just sing immensely complicated uh, objects into existence. The, they commonly urge the DMT visitors to try to focus on what they are showing them, or even they may want the subject to imitate what they are doing. Fascinating. Now, their childlike curiosity is very similar to the near-death experience little machine clockwork elves, okay? So, the DMT experience is certainly married to the culture con cultural context with which the trip takes place in, right? However, there's many cultures around the world that believe in elves and, and elf lore and, and folklore, including um, Celtic uh, areas as well as uh, Norwegian areas, so uh, Finnish areas. So uh, these accounts are documented extensively by Walter Evans Wentz in his 1911 book, The Fairy Faith in Celtic Countries. The Celtic people of Britain, Ireland, and France largely believed in the existence of hyperdimensional elves and the fairies in the early 20th century, around the time with which he recorded his, his encounters. Traditionally, Celtic people saw them as spirits of the dead and maintaining some ability to communicate with the living. That's the way they're usually portrayed, aren't they? In his book, Evan Wentz claims that the realm containing these people exists as a supernormal state of consciousness into which men and women may enter temporarily in dreams, trances, and various ecstatic conditions. Along the similar lines, perhaps DMT also grants entrance into the realms Celtic people spoke about more than a century ago. Indeed, many people can obtain entry into different various uh, you know, consciousness uh, levels by meditation, by, uh, by uh, you know, utilizing sound wave patterns, using, a, you know, a, a tonal uh, vibration, you know, the, the meditation of like OM, right? OM, and, and then keeping that same vibration. It's a vibration. It's a frequency. And when done in a big group, it's very, it's extremely powerful. It's extremely powerful, more, more powerful than you can imagine. You have to be in that group to, to really understand it. And then to do Going for your first ever run around the park. Literally running errands all over town. Running for the finish line and your personal best. If you run, you're a runner. Find the shoes and clothes to run your way at newbalance.com slash running. New Balance. Run your way. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. 
We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. But for a period of time, uh, you really experience the power that is transformative and healing. And we're so isolated in the West and we don't use these Eastern concepts as much as we should, not saying like DMT, but just these these frequency modalities that could be so beneficial for our bodies. It's no wonder we break down, you know, and, and we're not we're not living our as healthy of a life as we could be because we isolate ourselves so much and too many people just don't know about this stuff, honestly. Um, not enough people get enough education about these things. So uh, as we move forward, um, the frequency, <laughs> there's, a, there's a high frequency of elves, uh, machine elves in the DMT world, right? Why is the alien, this is his quote, uh, that Ken Wentz writes, why is the alien elf archetype so common in the DMT experience? The only answer I have is that we humans must have an innate evolutionary wetware, I don't know what that is, that forces our senses to latch on to any piece of anthropomorphic data that pops into an otherwise randomly uniform data. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what do these machine elves look like? That's, that's what we want to know, right? That's what all you guys are fantasizing about. What the heck could these things look like? Terrence McKenna's first encounters with the machines, machine elves date back all the way to 1965 when he was an undergraduate at Berkeley. In his 1980 book, True Hallucinations, McKenna recounts his initial encounters with the machine elves as such. Quote, During my own experiences smoking synthesized DMT at Berkeley, I, I had the impression of bursting into a space inhabited by merry elfin self-transforming machine creatures. Dozens of these friendly fractal enti- entities looking like self-dribbling Fabergé eggs on the rebound had surrounded me and tried to teach me the lost language of true poetry. Okay. In the invisible landscape, McKenna describes another personal account with the machine elves, stating that they are like, quote, jeweled self-dribbling basketballs that come pounding toward you and they will stop in front of you and vibrate. That's really interesting. All of this he describes as happening at, at a high speed mode, like being flooded with thousands of details per second, which is exactly what happens in the near death experience. Okay, in near death experience, we're getting a 360 revolution of our of our entire being and our entire existence in this lifetime here on the planet. How we interact with people, how those people felt, we get their feelings. And we get the feelings of how we, how we, you know, interact with ourselves and, and what we told ourselves and what we told other people and how they felt about it, how it played out amongst the world. You know, it seems almost wild, but it, it's, uh, it's, 
it's written about in many stories. This is a really cool picture. I just want to show it to you here. <laughs> this is a person sitting near a pot brewing ayahuasca, holding a steaming pot, a cup of the liquid up. Two DMT elves and the small blue one and the larger green one are both stirring the pot, and they look more alien than elfish. Next to them is a cloaked being whose face is hidden. Other items in the scene include a cat, which looks like the cat I took in off the street, and a giant clock in the background, uh, as well as bees. Man, if this is what it's like to trip on DMT, I don't know, man. I, I haven't tried it, but I think it would be pretty interesting to give it a, give it a go. So what's up with the machine elves? Can you talk with them? Are they? Can you engage with them? Yes, you can. Communication with the machine elves occurs subtly through gesture and movement, but it largely happens through mental telepathy. Direct thought transference in the DMT realm is often likened to the Matrix-style upload of a random, a, a rapid, unfathomable amount of information, much like the near-death experience. It's almost like these guys are getting a near-death experience for about 15 minutes, because DMT, my understanding, DMT only lasts about 15 minutes, and you're back. So, like, you literally go to another world for 15 minutes, and you come back. There's a video on YouTube of a guy doing it, he smokes it, and he records himself. He records himself, and he says, and he kind of, like, after the recording, he puts, like, some time, did, time stamps on the video of, like, when he feels like he went out, what he feels like he was seeing, and then what he feels like when he's getting up and what he sees and how he feels. It's really, really, really interesting. Not saying you should do it, but I'm saying it's it's definitely a, a interesting uh, depiction and recording and record of what it would be like. Uh, the machine elf interactions are also commonly described in terms of visual language. There's a lot of visual things that happen during these DMT trips, including a lot of geometry, including a lot of Aztec visualization, which we'll probably get into in a little bit. Um, according to McKenna, it is a, quote, strange language. It's not made of words, a language uh, which becomes and which is the things it describes. It is a more perfect arch archetypal logos. Through this medium, they may convey anything, indeed complicated fractal objects, with no chance of being conjured within the narrow bounds of imagination in consensus reality. As to the nature of these interactions, many trip reports mention machine elves are loving and playful, benevolent guiding forces capable of imparting valuable insights. Sometimes they're indifferent to visitors, sometimes they're tricksters, even actively hostile. With, with respect to the latter, sometimes the intent seems malicious and tormenting. For others, it amounts to imparting of hard lessons. So that's kind of interesting too, right? Sometimes they just want to give us a lesson. That's okay. Sometimes a lesson's needed. So they started to group these, um, these experiences into percentages. So the number one percentage is showing and teaching guides, 25%. 10% had no interaction, 10% had a hostile reaction, 9% and another 9% warm and welcoming, so about 18% altogether. Reassuring and encouraging were another 8%, playful was 4%, sexual was 3%, questioning was 3%. Uh, so yeah, there was just, it, there was kind of a wide variety, but in general, these, seems, these things seemed curious or wanted to teach a lesson. Uh, seems to be that way in the near-death experience as well. If you encounter a spirit guide or you encounter one of these 
elf-like entities, which you usually don't encounter one, usually it's like three or possibly up to seven, they're usually telling you something. What are some other types of entities that one might encounter in a DMT trip? The other ones might be, and these are in percentages as well, as conducted by the study, uh, a poorly defined or unclear entity is number, is number one at 29%, humanoid beings at 22%, divine beings, maybe like angels, 10%, aliens at 8%, fairies at 7%, animals at 6%, geometric objects at 6%, and machines, and then it's, it's pretty much... That's pretty much the end. Now, divine beings, I wanted to review that real quick. Contact with all powerful supreme beings or the source of all creation is what they're talking about with these divine beings that they encountered. The Godhead. The commonly reported DMT trips state that they might be engaging with Gaia, Mother Earth, demigods, goddesses, demons, angels. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness is built to take you further off the beaten path. It has 9.5 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus off-road wheels, rugged all-terrain tires, and advanced dual-function X-Mode to help get you through deep snow, gravel, and mud. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness. Adventure elevated. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com wilderness. This episode is brought to you by Fidelity. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSC, SIPC. Angels and souls, spiritual elders, and religious figures such as Buddha, Jesus, Krishna, and Muhammad. Okay, interesting. So, what about these poorly defined entities? That's what I wanted to get into, too. According to uh, one of these researchers, uh, like uh, L-Y-K-E, entities may be poorly defined because the person's experience of the entity was not clearly defined. They didn't report it clearly or they weren't able to describe it. Some entities don't appear to conform to a recognizable image, which makes sense. Um, the entities may also be hard to describe with our own language. That, that makes sense. They also had 22% as being humanoid entities. Um, they could be shadow people, hooded figures, clowns, goblins, cartoon entities, uh, ancestors, light beings, elementals, and shamans. Um, some trip reports mention entities that have manifested deceased loved ones as well, which is interesting. So there's like a really wide variety when it comes to just generalized humanoid beings. There's also aliens. Um, some some individuals uh, encounter alien-like beings that typically coincide with the experiences of uh, beings that we have uh, talked about on planet Earth. Um, sometimes they feel like they've been probed or have implants or surgeries in futuristic settings during these DMT trips. That's interesting. Uh, encounters may fit science fiction. Um, also, they might fit into the grays, the blue uh, aliens, Pleiadians, Arcturians, as well as anthropomorphic reptilians and insectoids. Interesting. Animals that you might encounter. 
Some might be uh, beneficial and some might not be, although it sounds like most of the animals that are experienced during ayahuasca um, don't sound like ones I'd want to encounter. They, they are reptiles, mantises, man, maybe mantids they're, they're talking about. I doubt they're talking about manatees. They're not. Mantises, bees, spiders, felines, jellyfish, and insects. They don't say, yeah, they say it may evoke apprehension. So it could be that, you know, maybe somebody's just having a bad trip or maybe these entities are really trying to interact with them. You know, the saying goes that, you know, when it goes to like LSD or like a lot of these other, you know, mushrooms or hallucinogenics, that you go in with your own mentality, right? You're, you 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 can never run away from yourself. So wherever you go, there you are. It's the, kind of like the Buddhist mantra. So if you bring a positive opportunity, opportuni, opportunistic mind frame to it, you might get, come out of it with a beneficial outcome. If you go into it thinking, you know, with, with, a, lot, with a lot of baggage. I'm not saying that you're going into it negatively. I'm just saying maybe you're bringing a lot of baggage into it, then... You know, those entities might be exploring all that baggage for you. So, are DMT entities real? Interesting. This is this is kind of what we want to get to, right? Many individuals who have had entity contact report that the experience as being more real than real, which is exactly what happens in near-death experiences. That is to say that the person in the thralls of a DMT experience feels the same mentally allowing the experimenter to keep who they are only propelled into a different reality, which is what it sounds like when Rogan's talking about it. McKenna notes his effects were like this. Is there a risk to DMT? Is there a risk? It sounds so intense. Is it dangerous? The answer is yes, it's extremely dangerous. The danger is the possibility of death by astonishment. See, he's kind of doing those like non sequiturs, kind of like, you know, yeah, there's, there, there, there's, there's a threat. Uh, the threat is uh, you're going to have a good time. <laughs> and you're going to be amazed. The lucidity of these experiments, uh, ex- experiences, coupled with the high degree of correspondence between people's experiences, uh, intuitively generates the idea that alternate realities inhabited by independently existing intelligences is possible, it seems like. Um, McKenna states that there's a raging universe of active intelligence that is transhuman, hyperdimensional, and extremely alien. Wouldn't it be interesting, since Grush has been talking about these aliens that he's, he's been researching as interdimensional versus extraterrestrial, then it really opens up the capability for DMT entities to be real. Wouldn't it be wild if the government came out and said, hey, you want to have contact with an alien, take some DMT? That'd be fucking crazy, right? But it could be possible. Let's face it, you know, we might not be able to physically travel to their planet yet. Well, at least not us normal folk that aren't in the black ops, but uh, maybe we can travel there spiritually. Right? It's like Joseph McMonagall and, you know, Ingo Swan and all these guys, Pat Price, that were remote viewers. They could go to other planets. They could go outside of the galaxy. They could go fucking everywhere. They, they, the body was the ultimate time and space machine, according to Joseph McMonagall, remote viewer number one, psychic spy, who could come out of his body 
and go anywhere on the planet and in anywhere on other planets and in any time that he wanted to be as well. So if we could do that, then we could do amazing things with DMT as well. We could do we could do remote viewing without taking drugs. You could take drugs and maybe even do possibly more. It might make you superhuman. It seems like that's the case. So DMT has shown me, according to Strassman, who was doing the doing the uh, the big study, right? DMT has shown me that the, the the reality is there that there's an infinite variation on reality. There is a very real possibility of adjacent dimensions. That's what's really interesting. He states it may be it may not be so simple as there are alien planets with their own societies. This is too proximal. This is kind of getting into what Grush was talking about. It's not like some kind of drug. It's more like an experience of a new technology rather than a drug. You can choose to attend this or not. It will continue to progress without you paying attention, regardless, right? Interesting. Your return, you return not to where you left off, but to where things have gone since you left. It's not a hallucination. It's an observation. When I'm there, I'm not intoxicated. I'm lucid and sober. That's interesting, right? Because we can experience altered states of consciousness if we just have a drink of alcohol, you know, a few drinks of alcohol. But to be lucid and sober in another dimension, it's almost like we're taking we're, we're we're jumping in an elevator or some sort of spaceship and going to another galaxy. Really, right? So whether you're making a delicious family meal or a post-workout snack, choose the farm-fresh taste of Eggland's Best Eggs. Only Eggland's best hens are fed their proprietary all-vegetarian feed. That's what makes their eggs more nutritious. With 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 6 times more vitamin D compared to ordinary eggs. Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com to learn more. Looking to invest? Start your journey by exploring exchange-traded funds with GlobalX ETFs. Exchange-traded funds, or ETFs for short, create baskets of stocks, bonds, and other assets that you can buy in a single trade. GlobalX specializes in ETFs that track emerging trends, like the rise of artificial intelligence, as well as strategies aimed to generate income potential. Visit GlobalXETFs.com to discover how you can get started. Are the machine elves aliens? We don't know. They seem to be in another dimension. Um, <laughs> according to Terrence McKenna's thought-provoking and humorous take on this topic, quote, if an extraterrestrial wanted to interact with a human society and it had the ethics that forbade it from landing a trillion-ton uh, beryllium ship on the United Nations Plaza... Uh, I can see hiding yourself in inside a, sh a shamanistic intoxication. Let's, you would say, let's analyze these people. Okay, they're kind of hard-headed rationalists, except that they have the phenomena called getting loaded, <laughs> like drinking. Like when they get loaded um, and they accept whatever happens to them. So let's hide inside the load and we'll talk to them from there and they'll never realize we're on a different status than pink alien, pink elephants. So, so he's saying basically that they're trying to communicate with us only if we can reach a certain level of consciousness. Now, maybe 
we're not smart enough to reach their level of consciousness with what we have currently in our genetic code. But if we take this medication, we can hit that, hit that level of consciousness and then communicate with them. So it is pretty interesting. It's fun to, fun to look at. It's fun to read. There's a lot of, a lot of research that has gone into this. And funnily enough, apparently, according to Rogan, you used to be able to buy this stuff right off the shelf. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I don't know. You can't do it anymore, that's for sure. So anyway, um, what do you think? Have you had your own experiences? Have you talked to other alien species? Have you talked to these machine elves? Are these machine elves the same elves that are in the near-death experience? Are, is taking DMT just allowing us to see a brief moment into the near-death experience? Or is it taking us into another dimension that's outside of the near-death experience? Some people are saying they are seeing their uh, past relatives. Some people are saying they're seeing spirit guides. Some people are saying they're seeing alien entities. Some people are saying they're seeing, you know, high-level spirit guides like Buddha, Krishna, uh, Jesus, and, and Muhammad, and, and many others. So, what do you think? I'll leave it up to you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you're enjoying your life. I hope, you, hope you're taking care of yourself physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Please like, follow, subscribe, share it, and, and we'll continue to talk about some amazing stories as we move forward. Please take care of yourselves, and as always, Lockdown Universe out. Peace.